Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do on a Sunday night is be here with you. So thanks so much for sticking and staying with us. Jonathan Lowe is our in-studio producer, as well as Chris Tubbs and Craig Schofer are also my producers for this show. And it's exciting uh, to work with all three of them. Hey, Jonathan, how you be? I am all right tonight. How are you? I'm doing really well. You know, the rain was getting to me the last three days, but you get over it pretty quickly, you know, because I know how hot it may get coming up. So I'm just enjoying the rain uh, for now. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for 40 degrees more in temperature. Right. And right. Uh, I'm fine with rain. I'm fine with overcla- overcast, cloudy days. I just want it to be overcast and 75 and not overcast <laughs> and 40. There you go. Hey, by the way, speaking of the weather, you know it's prom season, right? And I remember. Oh, uh, yes. uh, no, man. I Seriously. I remember my mother wanted me to wear a certain dress, you know. It had sleeves on it, and she wanted her her daughter to be dressed up in that. But because I was a senior when I finally went to prom, I decided to go and pay for my own dress, to pick out my own dress. Now, do I love it or did I love it then? Yes. Do I love it today? Absolutely not. It was ridiculous. I just looked ridiculous. You know, and I I see some of those shoes that are back now. I see some of those same gowns that are back now. And I just keep thinking about, wow, prom back in 1976. Can you imagine? And then the men, have you found out or heard what the men are wearing this year? No. Um, I am the worst person to come to when it comes to fashion. I just want to make sure that I'm not going out half naked and then we're okay. The whole world is okay. You know, I I remember probably, you know, 15 years ago or so when um, the young teen boys were, you know, getting dressed up for prom and they'd have on the tuxedo shorts, which I didn't even know that existed. And then they'd have on those those long sleeve shirts that had the fake bow tie and the fake look as though it was a jacket. And they would actually wear that to prom. And I thought, oh, come on, guys, you can do better than that. So what did you wear? I wore I wore uh, I wear an actual tux. The senior year I wore tux. I actually went to two proms. We had a junior prom my junior year, and we had a and we had our standard senior prom senior year. And junior year I wore a suit. Mm-hmm. I wore th- and actually I don't think I wore the jacket. It was a three piece. It it had a vest. Um, it had you know the the jacket and pants. 
I don't think I wore the jacket. I think I just wore the vest and the pants. And then senior year, I wore tux. Oh, well, hey, now. So which one did you have the most fun at? To be honest, to be uh-huh. honest uh-huh. they were about the same. Oh, that's sad. No, Unless they I, were both fantastic. I mean, they were fun to go to. Uh-oh. They were fun to go to, but they – I don't know. I bet I, you were done. I bet you were done about an hour and 15 minutes later. No, As soon as no, you got no, there. No, no seriously? No. Did you dance? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I stayed – I stayed the length of the senior prom. I'm trying to remember how long I stayed at junior prom. It's that's been so long, it's a and, blur. and my memory is not great. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now, again, for all the listeners out there. Um, no, senior prom was great. You know, we went to the prom. We we had a good time. Uh, me and my date, which is one of my, old, I consider her my oldest friend. We've we've wow, known cool. we've known each other since we were four years old. Uh, so we you still went in contact with her. Yeah. Every, every okay. now and again, I, I'm, I'm, I, this is the thing I say to people, especially when I know them, when I get to know them, I am horrible, especially when we drift apart and we either go to different cities or go to different circumstances. I am horrible mm-hmm. at keeping touch and in, in touch with people. I'm horrible at it. Yeah. Uh, so I need to get better at that. But no, we'll we'll I'll, I'll comment. Uh, we're Facebook friends, and I'll comment to her on something on Facebook, and she may comment back. And so, uh, no, we still try to keep in touch. But I think keeping in touch today doesn't mean the same thing as keeping in touch back in the back before the Late internet 70s, age, early eighties. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, the twenty twenty two prom dresses. Um, the, the trends that they've been doing this year, and I happen to see quite a few of those trends recently with, um, you know, young teenagers, I shouldn't say young, but those that are probably junior or or high school, I mean, junior or seniors in high school are going to the prom. And of course it was low, 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 um, (laughs) cleavage was out, man. Let's just put it that way. Also, the women had on beautiful beautiful colors, bright yellows and pastels. And it was just really uh, quite stunning. But the split, usually a split when I was in high school was more of a, you know, conservative, just up to the knee or above the knee, no further. These, this year, all the way up to right where the hip bone begins, or at least at the top of the the leg. And you, they walk and it's this flowing gown and it's beautiful, but my goodness, you're, you know, the girls are out and, and, and the slit is way all the way I'm, up. It's gonna, just gonna, terrifying. Again, I can't, I can't <laughs> say this in totality because I'm not a parent. I'm not a, I'm not a parent, period, let alone a parent of a young woman. But in my mind, my opinion, I'm thinking for a lot of the dads out there, okay, may not be happy with it, but at least it's not half naked. <laughs> at least it's not exactly. half naked. <laughs> Amen to that. Half naked is really happening right now. And that's um, that's where that's not a place you want to go. If you're right, a, a lot of those yeah, seriously, a father who does not want that to happen. And the the whole single shoulder, you know, one shoulder out, one in, uh, the fitted styles, the bright colors, um, even some neon colors, and the leg slits, as I already said. I mean, it was really something to see. However, I will say that I am, te- I'm just, I think it's terrible 
that young people that are going to buy their dresses or the guys that are going to rent their suits, and the tuxedos, by the way, are very fitted. So, you know, the men like to get a little more muscular and show off, right? Uh, but the cost of some of these prom dresses are $100 to 600 And just trust me, as I was perusing the other day just to see for myself how much they were, yeah, $100. I never found one that was $100. <laughs> Everything was, you know, above 300 for sure. That's a lot of money. I think I spent like... $60 for my prom dress. It's just like everything else in society. Everything yeah. else raises over time with whether it's inflation or whether it's uh, the, 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 the demand of, of different materials being used, you know, this and that and that and the other and, and services rendered and labor and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just as much as... We are not fans of it necessarily. It happens to everybody. It ha- It just it. We don't see prices go down uh, with respect to products over time. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. But you know, people are being very creative today. That's for sure. They're finding different ways to accomplish what they need to accomplish. And by the way, at seven twenty, we're going to open up the phone lines if you'd like to join us to ask the question. You know, should parents pay for their prom, their children's or their teens going to the prom, whether it's a girl or a boy or both? I'm just curious about that because I had to pay for my own. My mother was not going to invest in that. I worked hard to get that money. I've been working since I was 13 years old. Um, And I, I just, I saved up and saved up and saved up. I picked out the dress and I knew what I wanted and I saved enough to buy it. You know, my mother never said, don't ask me for money. I just knew my job, if I have a job, I should pay for my own dress. So we're going to open up the phone lines at 651-461-9226. Do I have that right, Jonathan? Yes, you do. Okay, again, that's 651-461-9226. We'd love for you to join us. And let us know if parents, if we should be the ones purchasing the dresses and the purses and the gloves and the shoes and having the makeup done and the hair done, are we the ones responsible for that? And if so, should we also say to our children, we'll pay for it this year. Next year, you better pay me back every bit of it and buy your own if you decide to go to the junior prom as well as the senior prom. And I'm not sure. So you're talking about taking out loans? You want your kids to take out loan from the first bank of mom and dad? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we have to figure this out. I started working when I was 13. I wasn't making much money, but I was cleaning off lots in Gary, Indiana. You know, any trash, anywhere, wherever I could be. And then I came, you know, I had um, allergies terribly. I had hay fever and that sort of thing. And my eyes were running and red and nose was running and red. from. And so I kept trying to get a job where they would move me inside. And I never did get that, you know. <laughs> I just had to take some medicine back then and do the best I could. But I kept working because that's what we had to do. We were encouraged to work. Hey, this is how you use your money. This is what you can do. This is when you get your checks. All of that at 13. You know, and there are a lot of young people today that are working early ages, right? Like 14, 15, 16. But man, prom. To pay for prom. Just think about going out to dinner, Jonathan. Going out to dinner during prom, after prom. 
Yeah, or man, before. we went all the way to Chicago. We went all the way to the Chicago to the Palmer House, and we had forty-five minutes to eat the food and get home. Because if I didn't come in that door before midnight, I was in deep trouble. <laughs> we got to take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is now 723 here at WCCO, and as we uh, promised, we are opening up the phone lines just for you. You are listening to Still Talking, and it is what I love to do is talk with you. So give us a call at 651-461-9226. Again, that's 651-461-9226. Jonathan Lowe is our in-studio producer, and he will absolutely take your call. Um, here's the thing. I... When I started Jonathan at 13, I was so happy to get a check. I mean, I was so really, really happy to get a check. And I turned 14. Um, uh, my father was killed in January of 73 uh, by a drunk driver. And when I turned 14, I, I just thought, oh, my gosh, I've been working since I'm 13, and I'm just going to keep going because we really needed to do that to help my mom out in any way that we could from mowing the grass. You know, we'd go anywhere we could where we could make a little change for a job. Now, you and I were just talking during the um, break, and you were saying that you really didn't have a job until you were in high school and really like your senior year? 
Yep, I did not. Uh, the first part-time job I had. Now, I did earn a little money doing tutoring once, twice a week over at one of the uh, the the community resource centers uh, that in in the area uh, in Kansas City when I was a junior, a sophomore, and a junior. But that was again maybe twice a week. Usually, is once a week, and it was a very small check. Well, I didn't get my first part-time gig until I was a senior in high school. The when I started uh, my high school uh, senior year in August, I started applying for jobs. I think a couple weeks before that, and got a job and worked that job all throughout my senior year. And unfortunately for me, that's when the uh, the floodgates open because <laughs> I, I I was fortunate enough. Again, and I've said this before on the air, fortunate enough to have college basically not paid for. Uh, I didn't need to pay. What so, a blessing. What? What a blessing. It was. It was I, I, I thank my lucky stars to this day. And so because of that, I was able to go try to work at different com- uh, little uh, locations on campus to maybe further my ability to become a in, uh, get into the media business. So I worked, uh, I did tutor. I continued to tutor in college. I, cont- I worked at a, a national public radio station on campus. I worked at the student newspaper to get money. I, I, I worked two, three or four different jobs. I reffed uh, early on in my college career. So once I started working, I didn't stop really until like two thousand until I graduated college. Um, so just because I didn't start working at a really, really, really young age, that didn't mean I didn't know the value of it. I didn't know uh, the success that, that you felt. But I was in a fortunate situation. And that's the other thing. When, when you talk about your situation when you were young, my situation when I was young, two, two completely different situations it ended up being. And so you have, to, you have to look into the financial situations, the marital situations and status, and, and all of that and even more. We, we can't put everything in a single box because no, so many, all, di- so many situations are judging you. I am not judging you oh, at no, no. all. I didn't, I didn't think you were, the, you know, no, not at all. Here's the thing for me is I'm really grateful. I started that young because I, I wanted to work. I wanted to help out in any way I could in the household after my father was taken. So I'm not going to kid you. I, I didn't mind it at all. Um, the painful part was that I was constantly sneezing and my eyes were watering and sometimes I couldn't see what was on the ground or, Yeah, you, you, you know, how you to pick got, it up or got, anything. You got, what yeah. we like to call the raw end. You got a, you well, got a pretty you know, raw deal there. I don't think I got a raw deal. I really believe the blessing was that I learned the ethics of working. You get there on time. I didn't learn that for high school. <laughs> Let me tell you something. High school, I was late so many times I had to take the city bus in because I, can, I would wake can, up 15 minutes late, you know? You can find, you can find the ethics of, of being on time if you're working at a, at a fast food restaurant or if you're work, you don't have to be working in, in parking lots in the snow. Well, no, but anyway, we were asking the question, and we're running out of time, but we were asking the question if parents should pay for whatever their son has to rent or their daughter has to buy for prom. Uh, tickets at one of, I think it was the St. Paul schools, if I'm not mistaken, forgive me if I am, I think it was $40 for their prom. Um 
and I don't think it was per couple. I'm not quite sure, so I need to look into that. But I remember reading $40, and I don't remember that for the prom. You know, ours was like $12 or $15, no more than that that I can and, remember. And I'm, I'm, I guess, personally, I don't think I'm going to be necessarily a fan of ever t- paying tickets to go to, like, your own school's dance. I understand you're trying to pay for... All the, I'm sorry. Was there a, a truck back there? Was there a, was there? Oh, a, no. <laughs> was there a, a, a delivery truck backing into your driveway or something? This is sounding no, weird. no. Family just came home, so oh. mom just walked in. With oh, Shabita so that's and... the warning sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, warning, Jonathan. Danger. No. I've got to stop him from talking. I got to stop you from talking. We got to take a break and we'll be back with the weather in a moment. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is now 7.35 here at WCCO Radio. Welcome back to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. And I tell you, um, just months ago, it feels like we were having all kind of problems getting people to take a job, right? They used to say the young people just weren't taking the jobs. And, you know, everywhere you looked, it was, oh, my gosh, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring. But unemployment claim numbers uh, show more people are heading back to the workforce. And employees are reaping the benefits of a hot labor market. We're talking high wages are drawing people back after the great resignation. But many employers are finding that's not, well, that's still not enough to fill their empty jobs. So local business coach Gary Watts with Pinnacle Business Guides is joining us now to explain how companies are getting creative when it comes to hiring. Welcome, Gary. How are you? Well, thank you, Geraldine. Very good. So it's a pleasure to be with you tonight. 
It's great to have you. Okay, so yeah, young people, a lot of people complain that they were the ones that would not take a job. And then um, there were the older generation that was, you know, moving out and retired and just thought, I'm, I'm done with working. Some of them started coming back, I heard. I'm not quite sure of that. But tell us, how in the world did we get here today where really the job market has just filled up? Right. You know, we've gone through the last two years where it was termed the great resignation. And I think right, right now um, the term that people are using is the great renegotiation. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> employers employers are uh, renegotiating with the employees as to uh, what that work looks like and how they're going to do it. When someone says job off openings are near record highs, what does that exactly mean? Give us a number. Well, yeah, well, I don't know if I have a number for you, but I think what's happening in the marketplace is that um, the record highs are the employers are looking for that ideal candidate, um, the one with the degrees, um, you know, the credentials, that type of thing, and they're not finding that person. And what they're finding, I think, is people that have skills um, and so they're starting to change the requirements without lowering their standards, so to speak. Um, and as they change those requirements, they're looking for people that have people skills and, and other types of skills. And uh, that's that's what they're dealing with. You you um, uh, just said a moment ago that they're looking for people with degrees, and I'm just curious about that. You know, I was always taught if you have an undergraduate degree, you're doing great. You'll get the jobs. You'll you'll do well if you pay attention and you know what you're doing. Um, however, there are so many that are getting degrees, and I'm wondering if they are the ones that are really applying for some of these jobs um, and and making more money, or are they still going after those that are in? Um, they, they are in some type of craft, like a plumber, that sort of thing. Are they getting the jobs um, or those that go to um, community colleges? Tell us a little bit more about what it takes to get some of these jobs. Yeah, I think uh, from an employee standpoint, you know, if you're looking for a job, it's a great time to look. Um, employers are more open, I think, to hiring non-traditional candidates. And mm. they're I guess the recommendation I would say is search for those companies that match your core values, um, core values that fit your core values. And then as you apply for those jobs, if, if you don't have that degree, if you don't have that certification. Are you there? Are you there? I'm so sorry. I believe we lost Gary for a moment. Gary Watts. We were talking about the unemployment claims numbers that show more people are heading back to workforce, to the workforce. And seriously, they're making good money. They're giving them a, a living wage, which we've talked about many times here on Still Talking, about the importance of a living wage. And Gary Watts has been joining us. He's with Pinnacle Business Guides, and he's going to hopefully we'll get him back on to talk about how these um, people that are looking for a job have gotten really creative and the companies have gotten really creative on how to seduce them to come and, and apply for a job at a lot of these small businesses, middle-sized businesses, corporations, you name it. But you don't hear as much as we used to hear about young people just aren't taking a job. I believe um, Gary is back with us. Yes. Sorry about oh, that. Gary. Oh, that's all right. Okay, so when we start looking at um, 
what it means for those that have the degrees or has a degree or um, there are companies that are hiring people, period, that want to work and have the skills to do it. Um, and so what companies were the ones that first found their way to um, interact with the um, the age group that they wanted to hire, because not all corporations, not all companies, not all small businesses are looking for young people or middle-aged people or senior citizens all at one time. A lot of times they have a specific um, group that they're looking for, correct? Correct. That's that's exactly right. So, um, again, I think as, as I've worked with our business clients at Pinnacle, um, one of the things that we see is if they're clear on their strategic vision, if they're clear on their core values and they've developed a very um, good place to work, okay, a good place to work, they're genuinely, genuinely, you know, devoted to that. What they're finding is people are not leaving and people are being attracted to those types of companies. And so I think it's really key that you have to develop that positive culture and a great place to work in this, in this environment. We have five generations that are working today, um, from the youngest, the ones that are in their early 20s you know, or 18 to 25, or those that are um, mid-range, uh, 30s to 45, and those above that. And as you keep looking at these groups and, and they're applying for these jobs, we have all five in some companies, some uh, nonprofits even, that are working together. That excites me to know because we can learn from each other, right? We can learn right. from each other. And I think the companies have really started to invest in that. Am I correct? Right. Um, you know, one of the things is doing training, um, you know, between the different generations and um, getting that mentoring set up in some cases, um, further training, um, the leadership development, those types of things. That's what we're working with with, with, with our clients. And uh, it seems to be working really well. So there are people listening tonight that are job seekers, and I'm just wondering, um, there are a lot of people out there trying to train people over, you know, starting to retrain them to say, no, this is the new way that we're going to do it since the great resignation. And so what changes are you seeing? What, what um, tactics are they using now um, for job seekers to try to seduce them and get them into the programs, into the companies that they want? Yeah, well, I think they're looking at, you know, the hybrid models. Um, you know, bringing people back into the office, but then also having that flexibility and, and uh, allowing them to work from home. I think the other things that are important to the employee is um, not only the work environment and, and how they're working, but, you know, the other parts of their life. And, and so an employer that is accommodating that, helping them with that, um, I think has is, is got a leg up on everybody else. Um, I think the other thing that employers are doing with their training is when they onboard somebody, they're looking at those onboarding processes and and the training that comes as a result over the next you know three months, six months, year, and even doing like a loyalty uh, bonus or something like that after say 15 months or 18 months, um, trying to connect those people. It's interesting that most employees when they're new they decide whether or not they're going to stay at an employer within the first 30 days that they're employed. And so oh, wow. that onboarding process, yeah, that onboarding process has to be great. You know, we really have to be good at that if, if you're an employer today. 
I love that you talked about how the values fit you. Um, and of course, Pinnacle um, Business Guides, you guys believe that if you see a job that you're not quite qualified for, but your core values line up, be honest about your skills and experience while still highlighting the great things. That is so uh, integral to the success of the company, the business, um, and the employees. Um, and, and I'm wondering, when you're trying to talk to young people about that specifically, how are they um, approaching that? How do they, do they accept it, or are they not really accepting that advice? Um, I, think, I think they're accepting it. I think that, um, you know, it's hard for them maybe to believe that they can qualify for it as a result of not having those credentials. And yet what we're finding is, is that um, the other skills that they bring to the table, um, whether it be people skills or, um, you know, it's specific um, skills in analytics or IT or whatever it is, um, that as long as they're willing to grow and embrace that process and you have an employer that is willing to train and create a uh, pathway for their career, um, you know, I think that's a good match, and I think that's what they're looking for, and, and, and they should find that today. There's more and more employers that are doing that type of work. What have you learned since the pandemic and so many lost their jobs, uh, many of their um – what they were experts at, they are not anymore. Many of them left cities. They went home to stay with mom and dad. Um, and as you see them starting to come back into the industries, um, are they disappointed? Do they feel like, I don't want to do this anymore? I want something more meaningful. For sure. Um, that's exactly, I think, what a lot of people are contemplating uh, today is not only do they want to work from home or have some sort of hybrid model that they want available to them, um, they want meaningful work. They want an employer in a, in a place where they can go, and there's uh, great communication, there's trust, and there's something for them to believe in and to work towards uh, that's greater than just the job. Could you tell us uh, here in Minnesota, when it comes to getting uh, the job market really getting hot and people are, are being um, hired, um, where, we, where do we stand when it comes to how many people are unemployed here in this great state of Minnesota? Um, I was at a Chamber of Commerce meeting recently, the, the state Chamber of Commerce meeting, and um, I believe the number was like 12 million people that are still either unemployed or underemployed. And as that relates to the rest of the country, um, I think it's probably better uh, than in a lot of states. But, um, you know, still, that's, that's a lot of people that are either unemployed or underemployed and still still looking for something different. As a local business coach, and this is my last question, um, Gary, I'm just curious to know how many more the numbers um, going up for you know the numbers of people that you are coaching, or are you seeing it kind of leveling out right now? Uh, no, I, I'd say that our business is growing. Um, there's you know a lot of people don't know they're looking for a coach. But everybody can use a coach. <laughs> and so, um, you know, as we have those conversations and we develop, um, you know, some of the issues and the ideas around that and what they're looking for, uh, we can bring tools and systems. Uh, that's what we do at Pinnacle, uh, bring tools and systems to them to help them execute at a higher level. 
Well, I tell you, Gary Watts, local business coach with Pinnacle Business Guides, it's been a pleasure to talk with you tonight. And I will um, keep trying to find out those numbers and see how they are constantly increasing. And I'll start talking to some young people in different organizations and groups, you know, mentors, that sort of thing, and just kind of listen to what they're thinking about the jobs that they're taking, especially young people. So I thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Gerilyn. Take care, Gary. All right. Bye now. All right. It is now 748. We're going to take a break. It is now 7.53 here at WCCO. Welcome back. As we wrap up this half hour, I have to tell you, um, when you think about going back to work, there have been so many young people and those that were in their 30s, 40s, and even 50s that I've talked to that have said it's changed their life. I know that the pandemic has changed us. That's a fact. And I would venture to say that it hasn't just changed us here in America, but it's changed us as people, as human beings all around the world. With that said, does that mean that um, the way we look at life has changed? The way we want to work has changed? The way we want to learn has changed? I would say yes to all of those things. And not, well, usually we don't have those in the, in the C-suite who would actually agree with that necessarily. But really, it is a major change that has happened in our world. And although we go back to work and we consistently do what we do because it's comfortable and we enjoy it, the bottom line is there are still bubbles of change that are popping up everywhere. Young people, middle-aged people, older people, all are deciding to live in this world together in a different way. And I wonder sometimes even for myself, what I'm looking for, I'm still trying to define what this is that feels like something that's pulling on my heart. And I don't, I haven't gotten clarity for it just yet. So I'm patient and I get quiet and I wait to say, what is this? What is this feeling that I'm feeling? And maybe you're feeling something tug on your heartstrings as well when it comes to how you live, where you live, and with whom you live with. Now, I don't know about you, Jonathan. You may be one of those that's just comfortable in his space and nothing has changed for you. But I'd like to know, has this COVID experience changed you? Um, I don't know yet. Um, I think I'm still trying to figure that out. And I was talking, I, th- I believe I was talking with someone, uh, yeah, the other day, uh, one of my family members talking about how I've kind of changed before this whole thing, kind of when I moved here. I've, I've lived here for a decade and a half. I didn't know if I'd ever see myself living anywhere for a decade and a half other than maybe Kansas City. Um, I live... I work at this station, and I've been here now for a dozen years. I've Before that, I never had that con- kind of continuity in my life, whether it was going to a specific school or going to a specific job. I've never worked th- this long at a specific location. And so stuff like that is, is making me wonder, am I settling? Mm-hmm. And am I maybe do for a change is a change around the corner. I, I do I need to shake things up. I don't know, but I know the pandemic has done this much more for other people than for someone like myself. 
but maybe I'm starting to turn that around in my brain and say, is is it time for a shift? Do I need to start shifting the way a lot of other people have in not this just this country but around the world? I mean, you hear about all these different things, whether they're businesses or nonprofits or, or just ways of life that have started because of the pandemic and – if you're unchanged by it, I'm. I'm you, you've been changed by it in some way, shape, or form. You just may not know it yet. Well, I have to tell you, man, um, a lot of people are trying to figure this out just like you are because we are different now. I know I am. We're just different. And that's okay. Hopefully we're different in, a, in the best way possible. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us for this half hour as well. As well. Coming up is the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to start out with Dr. Josh Umber. Uh, founder of Atlas MD. We'll be back in a moment. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 